0: What is happening, everybody? Welcome to the show. Harmonic Whiskey Tales. Uh, Formula One special race summary of the Canadian Grand Prix. Uh, sorry it's a bit delayed. I had to work all weekend, and yesterday was just really busy to get everything done. So I didn't have time. And then I was knackered, so I was like, fuck it. I almost wanted to reflect a little bit on the race. So I've had 24 hours to kind of think about it. Because um, it was a bit of a... It's a bit of a weird one, really. It was um, it was a pretty entertaining race, but there was a bit of controversy, which we'll go into in a bit. But I'll just go through the the race results, and then we'll go back through and talk about what's happened. So Lewis Hamilton won, technically. Uh, Sebastian Vettel was second. Charles Leclerc was third. Bottas was fourth. Not the greatest weekend for him. Um, Max Verstappen was 5th pretty good drive from him to get up, get up from ninth. Uh, it was a strategy that got him up there really in a good drive So, but quite a quiet race for him uh, Danny Ricciardo 6th Nico Hockenberg 7th there's a little bit of a ding dang do with him but we'll get into that Pierre Gasly 8th not great from him considering he started where he started and where Verstappen started yeah I don't know it was one of those ones where actually the tyre the strategy for the people starting, you know, 10th and beyond, it was actually worked out quite well for them. But um, So, yeah, that was 8th for Pierre Gasly. 9th for Lance Stroll. He drove a great race. Really, really good. So, well done to him. Uh, then Danny Kvyat got 10th. So again, a really good race for him. And then 11th, Sainz for Renault. Perez for Racing Point in 12th. Not a great race for him. Antonio Giovinazzi 13th. Ramon Grosjean 14th. Haas have dropped off massively. I don't know what's going on with them. Um, 15th Kimi Raikkonen. 16th George Russell. Really great for him to get that. Because he beat Kevin Magnussen and Robert Kubica. Who got lapped by both of them. So he had a, must have had an issue with the car. Um, then Alexander Albon. He lasted to lap 59. And then... Uh, had to go out. I'm not quite sure what his problem was actually. I don't I didn't I didn't I missed that bit, but Lando Norris retired on lap 8. That was a weird one. I think his one of his rear brake ducts got something in it, some debris, and then it overheated so much his brakes caught fire, then it melted his rear suspension and then just the rear wheel was just like flopping around. So he had to stop. So that was uh, that, I've never seen that. So that was mad. That just shows the um I guess you know carbon fiber is very strong and light but if it catches fire it melts so yeah bit of a problem there so yeah that was the um, the results uh, a bit I'm having a bit of tea not whiskey today l grey very nice sorry I'm, I'm a little bit deflated I've been working nine days constantly so I'm a bit tired um, and all this fucking cricket watching in late nights from that doesn't fucking help. But I've got a very nice watercress, broccoli, and carrot soup for dinner, so that's going to sort me out. A treat with a lot of fucking garlic in it. So I better watch out tomorrow. So yeah, so let's just talk about uh, the race. Um, pretty good start. I mean, Vettel basically led the whole race and actually finished in in the lead. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Bottas kind of like the ferraris and hamilton kind of took off but ass was stuck behind a few people at the start and well i don't know he just didn't really go anywhere it was weird and then he got caught up behind some people after his pit stop and eh, it just didn't really work out for him um with ferrari's pretty quiet race i mean leclerc again wasn't didn't really do a whole lot um yeah, it was a bit of a weird one for him as well. Him and Bottas just really weren't there. At- it's like they weren't there at all, all weekend, even though obviously they were, but they were just really quiet. Same with Verstappen. It was really strange. But um, Other drivers have kind of stepped up this weekend, like Lance Stroll particularly. Um, Danny Ricciardo great, drove a great race. As did Nico Hulkenberg. He drove a really good race. Um, Danny Kvyat did really well. Um, and everyone else was a bit quiet, really, so... Gasly was the same as like Verstappen and Leclerc and Bottas, just kind of didn't really go anywhere or achieve too much. So, um, so the main race was really Hamilton and Vettel, and they were literally within a second of each other for the whole fucking race, pretty much. It was amazing. Um, you know, Hamilton dropping back a bit here and there. So, I mean, round um, the Canadian, uh, round Montreal, the, the Montreal track, it's always an issue with brakes and them overheating. And if you follow a car closely, you can actually, you're kind of going in there kind of hot air. So it actually causes your brakes to overheat more and you're sliding around a bit more. And, you know, so, so there's a limit to how long you can really stay close to someone in front of you around Montreal. So Hamilton was trying to get past Vettel and trying to stay within that one second and get the DRS. But the Ferrari is so good on the straights that he just didn't really have the pace to do it. He just couldn't get past him on that straight. So, I mean, he managed to hold off Leclerc though, but Leclerc kind of dropped back a bit. So kind of Vettel and Hamilton were just kind of in a league of their own, really. And it was pretty amazing, like so close. Um, The pit stops, Hamilton almost lost out to Leclerc um, in the pit stops. By getting undercut by him but he managed to he managed to um get build that gap enough and was trying to undercut Vettel in the end but didn't quite make that and then there was a risk of him coming out behind Bottas and Leclerc and all this kind of shit but then that was that kind of worked out okay and then once they got their tyres on there was those tyres to the end of the race and they were just following each other you know for 50 laps almost it's fucking mental so yeah, it was really cool. And then there were like little stages where Hamilton kind of put a lot of pressure on Vettel. Um, I think from his point of view, the only thing he could really do was put pressure on him and hope he made a mistake. And then sure enough, Vettel made a mistake um, and turned seven. I think seven and eight, I think it was. And essentially, lost the rear end, went straight on over the grass. Hamilton took the corner normally. It's like the chicane. And then Vettel came back onto the track, kind of lost control a bit and got it a little bit squirrely and rear end sliding a little bit, which kind of carried him out onto the racing line. And then Hamilton was obviously trying to pass him, and there was a wall right there. So Vettel kind of closed that gap, and Hamilton had to brake to avoid a collision, basically. So when that happened, It was a bit like, oh, Vettel might have, you know, came on the track a bit dangerously. Because once you leave the track, you've got to return onto the track carefully without causing a danger to any other driver. Um, That's kind of stipulated in the rules. And while a lot of the commentators and drivers observing the race probably felt okay with what he did, technically I guess he did break the rules and sure enough he got a five second time penalty which is the most lenient penalty you can get but given the nature of the race and because Hamilton was within a second and a half of him the whole time, he wasn't going to be able to pull out that five second gap so that he could win the race. So essentially he was going to finish second at best um, and Hammond was going to win the race. So he was, you know, Vettel was really disappointed with that and really distraught and complaining on the radio and all this kind of shit. And I mean, Mercedes, when it happened, did obviously make a note of it and then the stewards looked into it, um, which, you know, as per, I suppose, how they should do. Um, but a lot of people are kind of arguing that this shouldn't, that, I don't know, that the Vettel, it was the wrong thing to do and they shouldn't have penalised Vettel and it kind of ruined the race, which it kind of did. It would have been really exciting towards the end to see what happened but then it kind of like well actually no Hamilton put pressure on Vettel and he made the mistake and he should have really lost the place because of that mistake and if he rejoined the track carefully as he should have done and left Hamilton enough room because he was almost alongside him by the time he ran it almost ran him into the wall Hamilton would have got past and you know he probably won the race on merit um, because he put that pressure on Vettel but if anything, I think it would have been better if he had let Hamilton through because he had the pace on the straights on him. So he probably, if he just stayed with him for the last, you know, third of the lap and come round onto the back straight, he probably would have been able to pass him straight away again, retake the lead and then stay ahead. But as it is, whether it's his racing instinct or whatever, he just kind of closed the door on Hamilton. And that was deemed because he'd gone off the track and come back on and, you know, so that was deemed as being unsafe and then he got the penalty and blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the race, like Vettel just parked his car, got weighed and didn't go to the podium and went straight to the Ferrari motorhome and all this kind of shit. And it was, I mean, it was, it was a bit of a shame because I actually kind of wanted Vettel to, to win this one because he kind of deserved it after his pole lap and all weekend he's been on it. And it would have been nice to see, um, yeah, to see him win it really for the championship and just for the boost that it would have given Ferrari and all this kind of shit but it's I don't know lots of people are complaining about it but to be f- I don't know it, the drivers are kind of mixed about whether it should or shouldn't have been a penalty I know uh, Nico Rosberg who isn't exactly Hamilton's biggest fan he came out and said no Vettel got the punishment he deserved he re-entered the track you know he made a mistake didn't lose a place because of it and kind of almost drove Hamilton into the wall so he kind of deserved that penalty. So and then other drivers were like, oh no, it's a bit harsh. They should be let r- allowed to race. And actually uh I'll bring it up in a minute. Um Vettel was um in the um oh that's not a very good article. What the fuck there? Um in the press conference afterwards he kind of made a um a bit of a speech. Um so yeah, I'll see if I can find the quote. But yeah, it was a weird one. I mean, personally, I think I think it's a tricky one because obviously Hamilton knew he couldn't pass him really on the tracks. He didn't have the speed. So all he could do was just stay as close to him as possible and force a mistake, which was his strategy, really. And it paid off and he got the mistake. So it's, um, it's a bit unfair to not penalise a driver for missing a corner and driving off the thing and returning to the track unsafely I mean I am a big Hamilton fan so I'm trying not to I'm trying to be impartial as much as I can I do get it from Vettel's point of view that he'd lost control a bit and coming onto the track and it's just he was going quite fast and 100 miles an hour is pretty fucking quick so like and on the grass on a Formula 1 car with a 1000 horsepower like it's it's pretty hard to control so um so I do get it from his side but you know from Hamilton's point of view you know he forced the mistake, Vettel made the mistake and he and he the one chance he had to get past, which was then, he didn't because Vettel kinda of closed the door on him and, you know, came back onto the track in an unsafe manner, pretty much he did. Um and if Hammett hadn't have braked, he'd have been driven straight up in the wall. So Yeah, it's a um it is a tricky one. Yeah, I mean, Hammond was he was a bit weird about it. He was like, Oh, you know, it's kind of he wasn't rubbing it in that he won put it like that so it was you know he kind of dealt with it well and, and Vettel wasn't um, massively happy with it but I mean it's tricky I mean I think what should have happened was even if it had, well if Vettel had done what he'd done and you know run hammo you know come onto the track unsafely and not Given up the spot to Hamilton. What he should have done immediately on the team should probably have come on the radio and said, Mate, you've got to give him the place back because he should have had that, he should have gained that spot. And he should have let him straight through, literally with that next corner, just let him through, stay right on his tail, stay right up to him, up to the DRS point on the back straight where the Ferrari is really strong and they've got like almost six tenths of a second on them, Mercedes, let alone without slipstreaming and DRS. And then he should have just repassed him on the straight. And then taken the lead and then managed to stay ahead for the rest of the race. And if he'd done that, I think the stewards would have been lenient to him for returning to the track unsafely because he essentially gave up the place. Um, so if he'd done that, I think he'd have got away with it and he would have had, you know, he'd have had almost like 20 laps to try and repass him, So, which I think he would have managed because um, the Ferrari definitely had the race pace today, so, or the other day. So. Yeah, again, you know, it's that uh, the team should have reacted and been like, no, you've got to do this, give them the place back, and just been really reactive on it. Or maybe Vettel should have known that he might have been penalised and to give the place to Hamilton just to try and get a bit of leniency. I mean, obviously, if the stewards have still deemed it as unsafe, he might have got the penalty anyway. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a tricky one. It's really hard to know. And it's... Um, I mean they've normally been quite good about giving out these penalties and getting it right and I mean I think they did get it right because he didn't lose, he lost the spot which he probably should have lost anyway because he made a mistake and Hamilton should have really by right been ahead um but it didn't completely ruin Vettel's race it wasn't a drive through it wasn't a 10 second penalty you know or, or any of that so he still got a P2 and you know so it's a very hard one to judge um I look at the old school races are like now they should have just left it and is what it is but um i don't know the rules are there for a reason so i mean if he had rammed him into the wall and you know we've been all i mean they'd have probably both been out so it was just hamilton's quick thinking to break when he did that you know didn't cause the accident so yeah it's, it's a hard one if you haven't seen it give it a watch and you'll see what i mean um But I mean, everyone's of a different opinion of it. So it's hard to really say either way what's the right or the wrong way. But like I said, what I think he should have done was give the place straight back, just give the place to Hamilton as soon as he got under control, just moved aside, let Hamilton through. And then I reckon the stewards would have gone all right. He didn't have the control to get the car back on the track properly. And he realized he should have lost the place. He's given the place back. That's it. No more you know, we don't need to look into it any further. And that's what I think they would have done. And then obviously Vettel five laps, five, you know, five corners later, boom, getting the DRS on the straight, pass him legitimately, boom, back in the lead, off you go. And then, you know, maintain your maintain your lead and get the win. So that's what I'd have done. So um but I suppose in the in the moment you're not gonna have a fucking think like that. So you're a racer, you don't want to give a place up. So mm, very tricky. So there's a bit of a um Let's just read some comments, Uh, what they said. Vettel, um, well, I think first of all, I really enjoyed the race and the crowd on every lap. Seeing them cheer me on, it was very intense. I think you should ask the pit wall what they think we had a great show. What they think we had a great show and Lewis showed some good respect. Uh, Leclerc says, I'm pretty happy with my performance. We were very quick. The pace, the race pace was strong. I'm disappointed for the team. I don't know what happened with said, but the team deserved a victory today. Um, there's no comment from Lewis Um, Lewis said uh, he's not absolutely not the way I wanted to win I took the corner normally but when you come back on the track you're not meant to come back straight onto the racing line you're meant to rejoin safely I forced the error and he went wide we nearly collided but that's motor racing etc etc yeah so I mean there's a bit if you want to look at Vettel's comments from the press conference you can probably YouTube it and find it on there and go into it on that so um, yeah I mean I don't know it's a tricky one it's a tricky one what you're gonna do I mean everyone's got a different opinion on it but it, it is what it is um, there's a good article on the BBC site that Julian Palmer's written about why he thinks Vettel deserved the penalty and um, uh, his opinion's pretty good, I think, so um, it's worth a little read. So that's just on Formula One. Well, if you go bbc. dot com slash sports slash Formula One, you can find his um his thing there. So he makes a few good points for sure. And I mean, he's just like a. It seems like the most recent racing drivers actually f- feel like it was the right decision. So like, Palmer's come back and said that Rosberg had as well, and a few others. So yeah, but like I said, everyone's got a different opinion on it. So it is what it is. So, I mean, it was a pretty int- interesting race. It would have been a more exciting finish if uh, that hadn't have happened, but um, it was still pretty good. And um, let's just quickly talk about the others. Um, yeah, Lance Stroll drove a great race. He drove a really long first stint, which kind of got him the position that he was in. Really, so um, so he did a really good job um, to get that P nine. Made a few passes on the track as well to get that. Um, you know, beating the Toro Rosso and stuff. And the racing point hasn't been great. So, that's actually a really good result for him. So, that P9 he'll be quite pleased with. Especially, he's had a very difficult beginning of the season. So, And it's good that it was his home Grand Prix. Uh, the Renaults... Yeah, Ricardo and Hulkenberg did a really good job. And look, I was saying this the other week. Like, a good result from them. They're back in the game. They've gone from second to last to fifth. And they're only two points behind McLaren in fourth. Because uh, McLaren had a really bad weekend. So... They're doing really well. And actually, there was one point where Hülkenberg was catching Ricardo and within about a second, and I think the team came on the radio and told him to hold station and not to try and pass him because it was such a big result for the team to get these two positions that if they'd have fought and Ricardo's a rate, they're both fucking racers at heart. They ain't going to give up a space or a spot so or their place. So it's... Um, yeah, I think Holgerberg was a bit annoyed that that happened, but it's like, oh, come on, mate. Your team's struggling. You need points. It's not about you guys as individual drivers at the moment. It's about the team and just hold station, get the points, take that on to the next race. And maybe the, the roles will be reversed in the next time, you know. so. But Ricardo had such a good qualifying that you kind of have to say, well, look, mate, he qualified much better than you. Got to give him this one, and we've got to get the points for the team, and that's what they did. And I think they made the right call there. So it was a good strategic call from Renault. Um, it wasn't really going to, you know, it was they were only fighting between themselves. They weren't ever going to catch Verstappen. So it's yeah, I think they did a good job there. Um, yeah, Gasly, reasonable result, but not great for him. He needs to. I don't know. I think he is under a bit of pressure, but he's getting there. I think so. Or I reckon give him a few more races, he's going to start performing. So. Um, what else was, there? oh yeah there was a little thing it's a bit negative of me to say this but I'm going to anyway Kevin Magnussen, so he crashed in Q2 in qualifying couldn't go into Q3 because he fucked his car up, basically new engine fucking rebuild the whole fucking car basically, so all his mechanics and, and if you didn't know Haas is quite a small team relatively speaking Like there's not that many of them so all their mechanics work really hard to do the things on the car, then they're also in the pits and doing the, you know, changing the tyres, and it's all very. There's not many of them, so they had to stay up basically all night to fix his car, um, and I think a, a few little issues in the setup for the race, which meant the car wasn't wasn't right, and he was completely off the pace, like he was two laps down by the end of it. And he just kept coming on the radio and complaining about how shit the car was and it was the worst race he's ever been in and the car was the worst he's ever been. Blah, 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 all this kind of shit. He just kept complaining. In the end, uh, Gunther Steiner, the, the team boss, came on the radio and just basically said, shut the fuck up. Stop fucking complaining. And, uh, which I really like that. Because it is true. It's like, come on, mate. You crashed the fucking car. Your team's been up all fucking night and they did their best. And it's a small team. And all you can do is complain on the radio and make them feel like shit. Like, that is not a team, mate. If you're, if you're being like that, then you wouldn't even be out there if it wasn't for your team. And you fucking crashed the fucking car. So fucking wind your neck in, mate, which is basically what Gunther Steiner said, but a little bit more politically correct, but not that politically correct. He was he was still pretty stern with him. So, And then he came back at the end and said, oh, I didn't mean blah, blah, blah and all this shit. He's like, yeah, mate, you did. You were being a cunt. So... Yeah, I'd have been a lot more vocal towards him if I was a team principal on that one. So, yeah. Um, next time, Kevin, don't fucking crash the car. And uh, and when you do, you have a bit of respect. Like, Lewis, you know, he obviously crashed and he had issues and they had, like, the team had to basically rebuild the car in the morning because they found the leak and they had to do all this kind of shit. And so they were stressed out and all he kept saying was how thankful he was for the team that they managed to get him out and he wouldn't have been out there otherwise. So that's how you should kind of, deal with it he, he understands he's just a part of the team like without everyone else he wouldn't be where he is and obviously he's a very important part of the team but um, so is the guys that change the tyres so is the guy that you know who works on the electrics and the bloody brakes and all, you know they're, they're all so important and that's why Mercedes are so good because they are such a close-knit team and they love and respect each other so much and then you see this going on at Haas and it's like all Ram and fucking Magnussen do is complain it's like fucking that's why you're not doing so well I reckon it's just the team dynamic just isn't as good so um, and that's what the difference I think between them and like McLaren McLaren have sorted their shit out and they're working together it seems like so they're pushing forward and doing well and it seems like Renault is the same like the dynamic in the team seems to be better and they're doing well so you've got teams like Renault and McLaren who are you know, building their way up through the table and and doing better and better results and more consistency and and they're finding speed because of it. Whereas you've got teams like Haas and Williams and um, even uh, Racing Point who aren't doing quite so well and maybe that's something to do with the dynamic or what's going on and you just don't really know. But for sure Haas has got, yeah, the drivers are just too whingy-moany most of the time, it's just sort of shit out guys. So you're driving a fucking Formula One, it is the fucking dream and you're earning good money and you're travelling the world and you're driving on these incredible race tracks. So yeah. Have a little fucking respect and gratitude to your team. That's what I say. So anyway bit of a negative there but I'm trying to spin that into a positive just be, yeah, more gracious I think and kind of um, support your team and vice versa and you you will have success just be positive, don't complain about shit like that so, you know, there we go anyway, so I've waffled enough really, I've got to have my soup so cheers for tuning in um, I think I went over everything pretty much, kind of anyway I mean it's worth a watch, the race, it was pretty cool if you can watch the highlights or something and give it a check it out and uh, have a look. Um, latest cricket World Cup. It's fucking raining in England like a motherfucker. So <laughs> um, yeah. So it's um, yeah, bit of a fucker for them. So Sri Lanka against Bangladesh are supposed to be playing. So and that's a pretty important game. So for, for Bangladesh especially. So yes. Hopefully it will stop raining, but it is England. So what can you fucking expect? So, yeah, cheers for tuning in, everyone. That was a Harmonic Whiskey Tales or Formula One special. Next race is in France um, in a couple of weeks, so that should be quite a good race, I reckon. It's quite an entertaining track, so that should be good. Slightly more normal times um, for the races, but it will still be European time, so I'll still be kind of a day behind. So the quali summary on Sunday and the race summary on the Monday. Um, I might do a practice thing as well, maybe, but we'll see how it goes. So um, I'll be back in a couple of days with some cricket stuff. I was going to summarise the last few days, but I might just, um, yeah, maybe do that tomorrow and take you through what's happened in the last few days of the Cricket World Cup. It's all been quite exciting. So uh, Australia lost, which is always good. Um, Well, not if you're Australian, but do apologise. But um, Yes, anyway, cheers for tuning in, everyone, and we'll be back very soon. Cheers, bye.